inspired by a galaxy far, far away, you're listening to Force Fan Podcast. Let's just jump right into it. Rise of Skywalker opening night reactions go. Uh, that was my initial reaction. Right. Basically. Okay. I love it. That's um, my reaction too. I'm going to copy because, yours. Because, yeah, I was like, okay, that was a movie that I enjoyed, but I also am very conflicted about. Like this episode, I'm I'm full of, con- my reaction is full of contradictions. I feel very contradictory right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about you guys? <laughs> I my reaction my initial reaction was wow that was fun that Fair. was a fun ride that was a very very fun ride um do I have some little minor squabbles internally yeah I do <laughs> but those are those are problems with my own head canon which um you know I I can deal with uh but I loved this movie I love this movie I love it uh like cat I am full of contradictions in my feeling of this movie not because of the headcanon, but mostly just because J.J. really seemed to double down on all the J.J.-isms that I didn't appreciate in The Force Awakens <laughs> this time around. And I think you were worried about that, yeah, right? Yeah, that was like my biggest fear. Like, back to one of our very old, older uh, episodes when I think J.J. was announced that he would come back to do this, and you were like, ah, maybe? <laughs> Well, I think our initial reaction to when they announced J.J. was, well, we're going to get a good movie. Probably not going to get a great ending to the to and this trilogy. And I think that would be accurate. Yeah. I yeah. think it's an enjoyable movie. I, yeah. I, am, I will say this. I am content with where we leave the characters, except for one exception. Um, but... I think is an overall end to the saga. I'm not really sure how it works. Um, but it was still, I mean, yes, it was quite a ride. It was really enjoyable. I will give JJ this. Anything he lacks as a storyteller, he makes up tenfold as a master emotional manipulator. Oh, good point. <laughs> I will give him that. The good guy point. knows yeah. how to use iconography, Star Wars iconography to make you feel a lot. Yeah. Whether it makes sense is a whole different matter. <laughs> That's but you a different, feel. yeah. <laughs> so props there. I, by all means, bravo. You make me feel. <laughs> and ultimately, I mean, that's the storyteller's job is to make you feel. Well, one of your jobs, one of your main jobs is to make you feel mm-hmm. something. Yeah, there's definitely there's definitely a lot of emotions in this one, for sure. I I will say this. I have not cried harder in a Star Wars movie than I have in this one. Yeah, right, right, right there with you, pal. That was yeah. I was cut off guard right. by how much feels I was. I I ended up getting at the end of this. Okay, I'm gonna be the odd one out. All right. I did not cry, and I expected to. Well, you don't have a dog named Chewy. I yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, I expected to be like super emotional in this movie, and there was only kind of one point where I actually was like tears um so i was a little surprised by that <clears throat> maybe it's my own cynicism <laughs> <laughs> well, i don't know um, Kat, i'm a pretty cynical person too and yeah <laughs> 
you, yeah, I know you were really, you were really in it. Um, so, so I don't know. I, for me, like there definitely were emotional beats, but, um, that I was, you know, f- that I definitely felt, um, throughout the movie, but not, I guess they didn't hit me quite as hard as I thought they might have, I guess. Mm-hmm. So what part did you kind of sort of, Oh, yeah. I think I think I mentioned it in our in our in our text thread, but the moment that I got teary-eyed was during the final battle when Lando and Chewie come back with the Falcon mm-hmm. and all of the ships because to me a moment like that like that's what Star Wars is about. Um, yeah. you know, it's the little guy against the impossible might of the Empire or the First Order or the Final Order, whatever you want to call Same them. Same difference. You know, it's <laughs> it's 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 the 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 little people coming together to fight for the greater good against the evil. And that moment when all of those ships showed up and you you know like Poe and Finn and everyone are starting to lose hope um you know that they're not going to be able to defeat the first order and then this wave of of ships shows up. And that moment was like the tears like that <laughs> that got me right in the feels so you had happy oh, feels happy tears emotional. well yes yes i mean it, it was okay. it was i mean yeah happy <coughs> tears um i guess in the sense that you know like it it it's it is a powerful emotional moment not like <laughs> sad as in like oh i hate this or <laughs> something like that right 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 what about you john like what what, what what's the moment that really right through the heart for you I uh, when when Leia died and Chewie's reaction um that that's what got me the the very most Chewie's reaction is like this is the reaction that I would expect when we lose a core character of this saga this is this is the 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 raging pain that he felt the sobbing of the strongest character in in all of Star Wars, you know, um, just breaking down like that over the loss of his beloved best friend's wife. Um, I felt every every ounce of that, and just um, that that to me was the biggest emotional part. And then right afterwards, like a one-two punch, you bring Han back. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. That, oh that, my god. That it's was like, qu- dagger that me. was that was quite the the Within double minutes, whammy. Yes. It's like, no, <laughs> oh my god, what are you doing to me? Wait, wait. Oh, and yeah. then That's- on top of that, then you get Force Ghost Luke popping up again like five minutes after that. It's like, hey, I'm here too. <laughs> exactly, yeah. It's like No, you're right. You're right. Three sucker like punches in said, a row. Bam. JJ JJ is a master. Of taking what we love and making you feel very deeply about it, and that's proof right there. Those three things, those two particular for me, uh, were were huge moments, you know. And then of course Luke coming back, which I kind of was expecting in some way. I just oh, I mean they didn't were. they didn't yeah, dance they around that. The Han, yeah. the Han, the Han. I didn't see coming out. at all. No, that, that I was the, like holy. That is the <laughs> the best surprise of that film. That scene Hands is the down, best the moment best surprise in the film of that film for me. I, I I think I might agree with you. Best moment of the film. Well, it's so funny that both of you guys say that because I saw this with Aaron on Thursday night, and yeah. that was a 
was one of the moments that he hated in the movie. <laughs> really? Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. We were discussing it afterwards, and I was like, he's like, oh, I know you really didn't like that one part. And he was like, yeah. And he, he was like, oh, yeah, I didn't I didn't really like the part where Han came back. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> wow. Did he explain why? I, um, he thought it was too, I'm trying to remember what he didn't, Manipulative. he didn't like that. It's so, it was such, it was basically a recreation of the TFA scene. It was a total uh, recreation. It's just the way that, that conversation, conversation could have gone. Yes, I know guys. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm aware. <laughs> he didn't like that. Um, oh, bummer. He didn't like that. That makes me sad. I just think it's I just think it's funny. Um I did enjoy that scene. That caught that that caught me totally off guard. That was maybe one of the things that surprised me the most in this movie. Um was that hey kid. I was like, uh what? Was that? Yeah. Was yeah. that? Yeah. No, Hello. it can't be. <laughs> and it takes then forever for him to away. turn around and look. <laughs> forever. Right? I'm like sitting there Jeopardy theme in my head. <laughs> turn around. Turn around. It's crazy. <laughs> and then he turns around and it's on. <laughs> Loved it. Yeah, just kind of breathless the first time just watching that. Like, yeah, like you're saying, Cat, uh, like you said, it's the biggest surprise in the whole movie. I don't think he was even in the credits, was he? Ooh. No, that was brilliant. That, you're right. He wasn't because I looked is, afterwards. I did and it was, not. <laughs> It was so smart to leave him uncredited because that way nobody could could spoil find it. Yeah, well, yeah, or could find, find it online and spoil beforehand. It and all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, so people yeah, can un- spoil it now. Uncredited cameo that I mean, I mean, everybody knows who he is. So yeah, just freaking brilliant, man. Just, again, that master manipu- emotional manipulator hand at work for all of us. <laughs> Yes, well done, JJ. That was that was well done. I enjoyed that. Let's let's can we talk about the Palpatine in the room that we haven't brought up yet? <laughs> uh, okay, I'm gonna go first because go. I hate it. I hate it. Uh, I almost booed in the theater. <laughs> Worst decision. I really disagree with that. I, you know, what's done is done. So I guess it is what it is. Whatever. I can be an adult and just pretend it didn't happen. So. <laughs> uh no, I hate it. And I really wish he hadn't done that. But okay. If that's the way you want to play it. I <laughs> okay, JJ. People were like <gasps> gasping yeah. and I I literally I was like, "Oh, face palm." <laughs> I I let out a obscenity in the theater that was a little louder than I intended it to be. People around me took note of that, but the rest of the theater seemed to be okay with it. I I also heard a couple of, like, no way. It's like, oh, my God. I think I even heard a, I knew it, somewhere in there. (laughs) But, yeah, no, I'm I'm right right there with you, Catch. It's just like, no, 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 no. This was solved in The Last Jedi. This was put to rest in The Last Jedi. We do not need this anymore. Stop. 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 Yeah. Stop. <laughs> and honestly, that was my initial reaction too. I was like, ah, I didn't, you know, I, it was one of the problems, one of the biggest problems I had with the movie um, was that it's like, oh, she doesn't have to be Palpatine's granddaughter. That, you know, that changes everything that, that Ryan set up, you know, and it was everything that 
um, you know, that that he had built, you know, the the force doesn't have to be a lineage thing. It can be, you know, it can, it can be anyone, you know, and it's kind of yeah. erases all that. And then, and I watched it twice feeling that. And then this morning, this very morning, as of this recording, um, my wife and I were discussing it. And she goes, that was one of the parts that I loved most. I'm like, really? Why? And she goes, well, you know, because it shows that even if you come from the darkest, deepest, uh, baddest place that you can, you can then rise above that and become something good. It's like if you're a person who has um, uh, a past that you can't control, but you can rise above it and do something good for your life, your friend's life, your extended, you know, family, and you know, you can be a good force in the world. And I'm like, you know what? I love that. I, lo- I I'm okay with that. I, that's I, definitely I, that can the inspire, most positive. That can ins- that can inspire people to rise above what you know when you feel like and she said something to the effect of when uh, you know you know sometimes you get trapped in this like well I can't I can't help it I come from uh, you know a negative childhood or you know I had you know bad parents or whatever you know this is something you can now take and rise above that and I'm like it's freaking beautiful that changes everything for me I'm all about it I love it I'm embracing it well no I I thought about that too actually We've seen that multiple times in Star Wars already. Luke and Leia. We have, yeah. I mean, Luke and Vader and all that. And then then Kylo, the same thing. Out of this awesome light, a horrible darkness can come out of it, you know? I just think the way J.J. went about it. Yeah. So, I mean, just from that alone, I'm like, my wife likes it, I like it. (laughs) Oh, well. And that's that's a very positive way to put it, and I definitely, I mean... Since that is what it is now, like that's definitely the best way to see it. I still yeah. hate the fact that they decided to make her a Palpatine. I also find the timeline, and I really hate to be this person, but like it's really wonky. <laughs> and I'm not, and then it's like her poor parents, like, okay, so your dad was his Palpatine basically considered his son a nobody, like, ouch. <laughs> wow. Uh wow. Family dynamics. Yeah, brutal. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah. But that was definitely so. I my two biggest things with this movie are that I one I think they crammed way too much into two two hours and twenty one minutes or whatever the runtime is, and I really almost feel like they should have split this into two movies. But since this isn't the early 2000s, we don't do that with trilogies anymore. We just got everything yeah, no. into, <laughs> into one movie. Um, so <laughs> there's that. And then the Palpatine thing, which I hate. <laughs> Honestly, I felt the movie could have been shorter, actually. There was a lot of wheel turning in this movie that I, I think a little bit of restructuring and streamlining of certain things would have... The, the, the whole first like half the the pacing there is insane just let's go here now we're going there again oh we gotta go over here now for this thing a lot of just moving for the sake of moving moving know what i mean yeah and maybe if they'd not done some of that and focus maybe more on like ray and kylo specifically especially given kylo's return to the light um which felt very whiplashy um i was definitely for that like I wanted that, but it felt very whiplashy the way it happened in the movie. 
Oh yeah, everyone walked out of the theater with a neck brace on. This this movie is just <laughs> Yeah. It's disorienting, especially the first 20 or so. Yeah, and that's one of the that's one of the minor gripes I have too is that he came to the light side pretty quick, but it's explainable. You know, everything's explainable. Well, almost everything is explainable one way or another, you know. <laughs> she she gave part of her 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 light side force to renew his body, and that's what brought him full on to the light side. So I mean I I'd get that. So that that can happen quick. I just I wish I could have seen like a little a few more heartbeats, you know, of of that story grow more, you know. Yes. Actually, rather can we, than can we it talk being about like that? Uh, and now you're healed. Yeah. Okay. You're on the can light. Can we side. talk about that moment though? What did Leia do yeah. exactly? She reached out. I she to, reached out. But Ma he, said she knows what she has to do and it's going to take up her last bit of energy. What exactly yeah. did Maz know that she had to do? What did Leia actually do? I think it was the reaching out. Like, Ray's the one that healed him, but I think right. Leia was finally able to make that connection to kind of break through the facade of Kylo Ren and reach Ben. And in that moment, that's what helped break him and Oh, I totally agree Kylo. that I totally agree that it was it had Probably the most to do with Leia reaching out, but I think oh yeah, part no of, Ray, part of Ray, part of Ray doing you know giving part of her life to breathe back into his flesh. I think probably had something to do with it as well. No, it's it's a good interpretation. I think it's a combo of the two. Ray Ray killed quote unquote killed Kylo Ren, and she brought back Ben. But what you guys are saying is that it's Leia that really broke through the shell, finally. Kylo's mask had a bunch of cracks in it, and Leia finally got through those cracks, so to speak, to reach her son. Well, maybe they, maybe it was kind of together, right? Like like you said, Rey killed, Rey killed, well, she did physically, but also maybe metaphorically, killed Kylo. And in that moment, Leia was able to reach through and connect with Ben. And that yeah. moment is what helps him be like, no. And then because Ray is also in the force, she realizes what is happening. You know, she says Leia and, um, you know, is kind of like horrified at then what's happened. Um, so then she heals, heals Kylo. Yeah. Uh, let's go with that. That's the, no, I dig it. That's the way I want to see it. Yeah, I was just a little confused on my on my initial viewing of it because I didn't know what Leia well, actually yeah. did. I mean, I know we've kind of talked about this in the text thread a little, but like you know, it's been laid out that Leia is definitely not a hundred percent after the Last Jedi, and so I think that combined with you know, like we don't really know anything about the scope of her force powers, which I'm fine with. Like, I don't, I don't care. You know, she's a Skywalker, so presumably strong, but maybe the fact that she's just not as well versed in some of that, maybe, or doesn't use it or hadn't been using it. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, look, you know, Luke projected himself and then passed into the force. So I don't know. I mean, it is interesting when you think about, um, at the very end, when Kylo disappears, sorry, <laughs> skipping all the way to the end, when I'll Kylo disappears, that's when Leia disappears. Yeah. Too. Yeah. So maybe yeah. there's something about like her spirit, I don't know, her force spirit or something that she, you, 
or she stayed around long enough to know that he was gonna stay with the light i don't know i don't know well, it's all I, well no she had that vision right her vision was that my jedi journey ends at the same time as ben's right, right. they said right. that in the film something to that yeah. effect you know mm-hmm. and that's that was prophetic that happened you know and so i think you're right i think they were definitely tied at that point and um and that was the moment that that she had foreseen oh, that's so, Perfect. if I'm understanding correctly, her physical body like died, but her essence stuck around with well, Ben until she, she had died. Like, she, sorry, right, right. She, but then she, she was absorbed she into the Force or whatever. Yeah, she didn't the move on to the Cosmic ben, Force or what have you until exactly yeah. at the same until time it, as Ben. Right. Okay. Yeah, I love that. That's that's that, that's fantastic. I I I love that head cannon. That's that's exactly what <laughs> <Except> happened. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but while we're while we're talking about Leia, a couple things I really loved was how much we got of Leia, first and foremost. And I wasn't expecting to get that much of a Leia performance, a Carrie Fisher performance. And I don't know how much of it was really Carrie and how much of it was stagecraft or, or CGI or whatever you want to call it. Um, but that really touched me, how much she was a part of this film. And then... Kind of, this may seem little or petty or or just you know whatever, but for JJ to give Leia a lightsaber, I felt was a great way to honor that character. I loved that Leia had her own lightsaber, and I, I also loved that it was blue. I yes, um, yeah. I love that, and I will totally buy a replica Leia saber. So mm-hmm. like. Please, yep. Galaxy's Edge, <laughs> make sure that's there next year. Oh, they will be. They will be. <laughs> okay, so who's who's, who's waiting for a Jedi Leia novel now? Because I am totally waiting for a Jedi Leia novel right now. I want a Luke and Leia story set in that that little era. Hundred percent agree. That that yes. that might be the one story like in book form that I'm craving most or a comic or something is the two of them training together. I would love to see that adventure. Some sort of sibling, Jedi sibling adventure, right? That would be a lot of fun. Yeah. Kind of on the same page, but I'm skipping way ahead. But giving Chewie the medal, come on, guys. That was so freaking awesome. (laughs) I loved it. I, I can see why people would hate it. I loved it. What's funny is that he actually already got a medal in the comics. Yeah. Um, they gave him a medal, so he had one already. But I think what makes that particular particularly special is that it's Han's medal. Han's. So, right. Oh, right. Yeah. You know, and and um, you know, Leia had hung on to it. She still had it. So I think I think that was emotionally it's a nice touch. I think if JJ had talked to the story group, um, <laughs> they would have been like, no, Chewie already got a medal, even though we didn't see it on screen. But anyway, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, I, 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 I I'm one of the guys that didn't read that Han's comic, medal. so I didn't know. <laughs> But what's what is funny though is that in one of the recent and was it in I think it was in Resistance Reborn, right? Correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe it wasn't Resistance Reborn, but um Maz already had one of those medals that Han had given her, but it turns out it was Luke's. Huh. Um was that in Resistance Wasn't Reborn? Resistance Reborn? I don't I don't think so. I swear I 
Oh God, where did where I read that somewhere? That was in some book. Um, I don't think that was Resistance Reborn, though. Really? Yeah, okay, either. I'm gonna have to look it up. All right. Um, but like, regardless, though, I I also took it, it as that being Han's medal, not Chewie's medal, because I, I I know of that comic too. I was like, oh, okay, that's that's Han's. Maz went through Leia's stuff, found it, and like, oh, here, I'll give this to Chewie. Like, Leia still had it, and then it was like, well, now that Leia has passed, you know, and Ben has passed, like, who does this, who should this go to? And it's- I took it as Chewie, this is Leia giving Chewie the medal that she meant to give him way back after the Battle of Yavin. That's the way (laughs) I took it. And that's what my headcanon's attaching it to. And that's why I don't like it, because it's just such a, hey, remember this, everybody? Hey, remember this thing from the original movie everybody loves? Hey. I, I, yeah. And like I said, I know that people are gonna are not going to like that, but I, I'm a Chewy guy. I, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> and then I missed it both times that I watched the film. I missed the moment. And uh, my wife had, had mentioned, and I can't wait to go see it again, because I'm, I'm going to really look for it. But at the the end group shot, he's holding up the medal, going, "See what I got? See what kind of that kind of oh, I don't that know kind of view." Either. So <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna be watching for that. Yeah, I love how this movie somehow mm-hmm. still ended up being about Leia. You know, and I'm just talking about like the the use of old footage or CG or whatever. Like her essence. Was I, just I don't like know how the whole time. I, I don't know how they did that because it seemed so in tune to this story. It was so. It's like, how can this be from unused footage from two movies ago? This is about this part of the story right here, you know? It just seems like so much and so integral that I'm like, you know what? I don't even want to know how that happened. I mean. It's like a bit of a, like, I think for Kat and I, it was a bit of a mixed thing, right? Kind of wonky. Like, never underestimate a droid. Like, you could tell they wrote dialogue around that clip they had or... Just her simple one-word reactions to certain things. The one line that I will agree with that was really like, wow, okay, that was unused, was uh, never be afraid of who you are, Ray. Right? Their final goodbye. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. was powerful. I'm like, okay, that was yeah. leftover footage. Fantastic use of leftover footage. Everything else before that, kind of mixed, res- mixed results for me. I didn't I didn't get a wonky vibe from that. I, I got just... I was just like, okay, cool. I'm rolling with this. More Carrie Fisher. I think to me, I, I, to me, um, it felt it was very evident that they were hampered by Carrie's death. Um, and so, of course, I love Carrie. I'm glad that they did not cut her out of this movie. Um, I'm glad that we got they were able to use those those unused scenes. Um, and mm-hmm. that was probably the best of both worlds, um, you know, not wanting to use the CGI or recast the role. But I think it was a little wonky to me. I mean, I'm fine with it. Like, I can roll with it. But I think you can kind of tell that the first half of the movie where the majority of that or all that footage is, is constrained around what they needed to do with Carrie. Um, right. So, so I'm glad she's there and I loved it. And I loved her goodbye scene with Ray. And I loved that she was working with Ray in the force because again, you know, like we, that was only ever in the expanded universe that, that Leia was training to be a Jedi and using her force powers. So, um, I love, yeah, I, love I love when she called her master. That. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yes. 
Yes. That's right. Master Fine. Leia. Finally, yeah. You're damn right. Girl power. <laughs> so, you know, we've 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 been talking about a lot of the stuff we liked and didn't like, but we haven't really talked about Palpatine himself yet. How do, how do y'all creepy really, AF? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I'm 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 taking a position of acceptance, you know. Okay, I accept it. I accept it. It had to be something, right? Had to be something. Why not Palpatine? Why not the baddest, evilest character of Star Wars legend, you know, or or history or whatever? Sure. Okay, we'll go with that, you know. Um, that's where the wonkiness came in with me, was with, you know, Palpatine creating a whole fleet of stuff that's even better than the new stuff that was, like, already out there and, like, with their own planet killers and... <laughs> yeah. And there were... Th- Thousands of them. At least it and, wasn't a JJ. fourth Death Star. And, no. <laughs> and who's who's manning Might all those no, ships? No, it wasn't a fourth Death Star. It was like and, a thousand Death Stars. Just like each one of them had a planet killer. Thousand Death Stars. Yeah. <laughs> Come yeah. on, JJ. Uh-huh. Each one with its own planet killer. Yeah. Uh, which I mean, I was like, okay, raise the stakes. I get it, but uh, a little. I mean, okay, we're talking about a space fantasy, yeah. and now it's a little. Now it's even a little more unbelievable because. <laughs> Uh, well, just I'm, just try- <laughs> I'm just trying. I'm just trying to accept it. Just taking a position of acceptance. Here's what I liked about Palpatine coming back. I liked that he was zombie Palpatine, and he had these uh, like like Ugh. gnarled hands. Ugh, and that was cool. And <laughs> I love the horror movie wipes there for sure. And that he wasn't fully realized as as a complete. Um, he felt incomplete. He felt like he wasn't at full power quite yet. And that he was like that showed to me that he was he was rebuilding his his evil form, you know, that somehow it was being reformed and eventually got his whole hands back and all that stuff. Um, but it, it felt like it took time for him to to rise back into a position of power where he can go and broadcast to everybody. Hey, guess what? I'm back and your guys are in trouble, you know. I mean, Palpatine has always kind of had this long con slash, you know, forward thinking um, contingency plans. I mean, we saw that with Battlefront 2, right? And Operation Cinder. Like, um, the Snoke part was wonky as AF. Wonky AF. Yeah. And there was like Snokes in a vat. So yeah. like, he he grew them. He like bottle he of liter- Snoke. He he literally created like created Snoke. I guess like right. Snoke wasn't a person he that meant, he like corrupted. I he, I was like he meant for him to look like that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what like could you be more obvious with your evil? Because he's intentions? got at least two more right there in that vat. <laughs> that was oh yeah. I was like oh. <laughs> I mean, I can deal with the thousands of Star Destroyer. I don't know. I guess I, I kind of, so, you know, and this is like all Star Wars in general, um, although yeah. particularly with the sequel trilogy where it just seems like it's like never ending first order and you're like, you know, they never seem to run out of people. You know, Haldo destroyed all those ships in The Last Jedi and they were still able to 
mount a ground invasion on crate so like eh, whatever you know they're yeah. apparently billions of billions of billions of people and half of them work in the first order so i don't know what <laughs> the heck they were doing otherwise but i don't know that's like the least issue that i actually have with this movie is like <laughs> the thousands of star destroyers <laughs> Well, like I said, that was a wonky part for me, I, and I'm well, choo- choosing to yeah. accept it. Yeah, you know? but that's well, pretty. No, wonky. We we're accepting all the wonk um, in this movie for what it is. But us being the people who we are, choose to just focus on what we like about the movie or what some of this wonk could mean potentially. I don't, you know, honestly, I don't really care that we didn't get an explanation for where he came from. I think I I wish we'd kind of gotten more of his like if this was his long game i wish we'd gotten more of that in the first two movies of the trilogy but i don't really care how it happened like whatever it's a space fantasy right whatever um yeah. well so, dominic well, dominic what's his what's his name last name hobbit dude uh monahan monahan yes Moynihan. thank you dominic monahan had a little spiel about sith magic and cloning and all this and that and even Palpatine, yeah. re- he reiterated that line from Revenge well, of the Sith. Well, yeah, and there's the so... whole Palpatine, you know, you can't learn how to, you know, um, you can't learn how to bring people back from the dead from a Jedi, you know. And so, um, yeah, so we had some Revenge of the Sith know, callback and then his it. explanation. So like, mm-hmm. we, we got enough in this just to kind of tease, like, he found a way that's not important. Read the book later. Right. But, but here's the thing, like... Maybe he just didn't actually die. Like, I, it's like, who can say, right? But I want to, that whole, like, like the power to save the people that you love from death. Yeah. Sith can't do that shit either. That's not, <laughs> Ben, Ben brought Ray back and he wasn't using any, he was using the force. It wasn't some crazy Sith magic. So Palpatine is full of BS as usual. Uh... <laughs> If only Anakin hadn't been such an idiot. <laughs> yeah, and and the other wonky part was, I want you to kill Ray to Kylo. But I oh, actually you need want to kill. Alive. But then it's like, um, wait, no, I don't want you to kill her because I need her to kill me. <laughs> so I was like, okay, whatever. They could have, sh- they they should have spent more time explaining all that, and it it could have been. Um, it could have been a more smoother experience for the 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 diehard fan that is used to watching Sheev Palpatine lay out the long con. You know, um, <laughs> mm-hmm. they, they, I mean that that would have that would have felt it would have felt easier. You know, spend more time in this film laying it all out and explaining things and and telling us okay about more about Snoke that we still know next to nothing about how and and then the the Vader stuff and like really explain it. Come on, give it to us, JJ. Come on, don't hold. Yeah, back. I think I think that's maybe the biggest missed opportunity there with Palpatine is like this would have been perfect time to like bring up Anakin and like some prequel stuff. And yeah. we got the voices of the Jedi with Ray, which I loved. I loved that. Um, Absolutely. I loved her look kind of looking into the stars and all of them supporting supporting her um and you know talking to her i love that bit but like we could have gotten maybe a a bigger prequel connection there and it was kind of like really okay well whatever (laughs) or not jj doesn't like the prequels though so yeah 
Um, yeah, I mean, again, just a lot of wonk in the narrative from a narrative standpoint. A lot of things, just a lot of contrivances to kind of get the characters to where they need to go. Arranging the pieces on the chessboard, so to speak. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'd like to end on a more positive kind of, of feel. You know, so let's talk about some of the things that where JJ just nailed it. You know, well, I don't know about JJ, but um, C3PO and Anthony Daniels were a real C3PO. high point of this movie for me. I loved him. Now, I've always, I will admit this, I've always found like many of the characters in Star Wars, you know, 3PO is always kind of like, oh, 3PO. And um, sometimes I feel like Anthony Daniels embodies a little bit of that prissiness as well. Um, but this... Which I just finished, I am C-3PO, and you're right. <laughs> but but this movie, I, I loved 3PO. He was so great in this movie. And... Really, you know, I, it's nice that he got, I think in an interview, you know, he said that he even said, you know, 3PO had more to do in this movie than he had in previous movies and kind of got to shine a little bit more. And I think that's really true. Like he, I felt C-3PO really did get a chance to shine here. Um, and, and I like that. And I, I love, I loved him in this episode. I agree. That was great. I totally agree. Yep. Yep. No, he t- definitely stole the show this time around. And like, Poe, stop being so mean to him. He's awesome. <laughs> well, you know, there's always got to be somebody that is mean to 3PO. Otherwise, it wouldn't be a Star Wars movie. So. <laughs> yeah, it's m- more evidence in the case that Poe, to me, is the Han Solo of this new trio. <laughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> Poe po was very Han Solo to 3PO this movie. That was, <laughs> I I saw that also, John. Yeah. So I don't appreciate the way JJ went about it, but he still did kind of keep Ryan Johnson's whole anybody can be special type of mentality here. In that Finn, a supposed nobody stormtrooper, is force sensitive. It explains why he couldn't shoot upon the villagers on Jakku. And it kind of hints at, you know, why other stormtroopers would defect, you know, because they were taken as young kids, brainwashed, this and that. But, you know, if you're strong in the force, that kind of mind game kind of stuff doesn't work on you. And I did appreciate Finn Finn's growing in that to a degree. I wish the way Ryan Johnson had set it up had been more kept intact this time around, but it's still there. And I think it gave Finn a little more depth as a character. Yeah, I loved, I love that. Yeah, no, I, I love that that JJ went back to the potential of Finn having force sensitivity and we got, yeah. And the Janna, um, being, being also a defected stormtrooper. And one thing I read this morning that, uh, that I was, you know, cause I was curious about it too. The thing that Finn had been trying to tell Ray wasn't necessarily that he was in love with her. It's that he feels he wanted to talk about his force sensitivity. And um and that that was something that's like um like I I saw a tweet from John Boyega responding to somebody about that topic and and it was like a bunch of side eyes and it said a feeling. You know, that's what he wanted to talk to to Ray about, <laughs> a feeling. Um and then I guess JJ went on to and I didn't see a quote or anything like that. To explain that, yeah, it was he wanted to talk to her about his force sensitivity, something to that effect. So I'm like, well, put it in the damn film. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, I mean, I'm okay with it in the sense that my personal headcanon about Star Wars is that, you know, everyone has some kind of underlying force sensitivity anyway. Mm-hmm. And it's just yeah. it's just more exaggerated in people like Ray and Ben and whoever, you know. So Finn, obviously, he's got a little bit more of that because, like, he could sense Ray and kind of he has these feelings, you know. But I would argue, you know... That, like, really good pilots like Poe and Hera, you know, probably also have, you know, obviously not a Jedi level, but, you know, there's something, you know, of the Force that helps them be so good, even if they're not, like, Jedi caliber, whatever, you know, space space. And hype phase on. Don't leave out hype phase Yeah, sorry, hype phase on, too. Yeah. <laughs> How could I forget? <laughs> No, but I love that, too. I love that they had the stormtroopers who defected. You know, and they implied that it was maybe it was something to do with the force sensitivity of of knowing the light side, you know, and feeling that that was a dark side move. So they they all got in a ship and and booted town. You know, I love that. I, I thought that was a nice, a great touch. You know, and I am. Um... Another thing I loved was the the reintroduction of Lando. Oh, that me too. just just that little moment. Um, that was cool. Like you knew it was Lando, or I knew it was yeah, Lando. Yeah, no, you knew. It was Lando. Um, you know, as soon as that person was like, "Come with me," you know, I've I've got information or whatever, and I was like, "It's Lando." He's <laughs> low, okay. low and totally behold, Lando. <laughs> yeah, I, I that's when I knew it was Lando. I saw the cane, but up before <laughs> I saw the cane, I'm like, "Oh, maybe this is Jana." Oh, I didn't know. But when I saw the cane, I'm like, that's Lando. That's Lando. <laughs> and then it was. And I was right. Yeah. I loved I loved his reintroduction scene. That Me was too. very I thought that was done well. And I'm happy he survived. <laughs> everybody else is dead. <laughs> Lando, I, um, Lando and I, Wedge, the only two. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, another sad moment was Snap. Snap, oh. yeah. Oh. Then Wedge showing up like two oh. seconds later. <laughs> two seconds <laughs> after! Step Daddy shows up. What the yeah. heck? Yeah, nope. I was like, oh, man, JJ. I'm like, well, Wedge JJ, is about to get JJ really bummed out. JJ killed Greg Gunberg. You know, are they still going to be friends after this? <laughs> uh, was that, was that Moncal? Was that, is that supposed to be Akbar's son? Yes, it's Aftab. Yes. Okay. I thought so. Thanks, story group. <laughs> yeah. At at one point, Poe calls him Junior, um, which is kind of a blink and you miss it. And you're kind of like, what did he just say? Um, I caught it. Ooh, on I'll this. have to watch for that because I, I did caught miss it, it on, two times. Yeah, I caught it on the second the second viewing. I was like, oh, yeah, he just said Junior. Oh, OK. I, yeah. So it, that that was cute to me. Mm. How do you guys feel about the ending? Or where things are left, I guess. Tattooing. Where they, yeah, yeah, you guys. <laughs> oh, and and in that scene, she uses that piece of metal to slide down the sand, and I'm like, yep. oh, JJ, good move, dude. That's great because you're bringing back in the moment where you're 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 coming back to the beginning of it all. You're also coming back to her beginning, and I'm like, dude, JJ, you got me, man. I I love you. I love you. <laughs> Yeah, JJ went back to the wonderful visual storytelling that I brought up in our TFA episode. The final sequence of Tatooine is, again, one little vignette of the movie that stands alone by itself perfectly. I love the ending. That Luke and Leia, too, there, just, just final. That, oh, oh, two little cherries on top of this wonderful Sunday of an ending for me. 
Ray Skywalker. Okay, I see what you did there. I, I like that. I'll take that. Yeah. Since we got Ray Palpatine, I guess. Yeah, Ray Skywalker. I, so I think at one point I had like I'd said that that was kind of what I wanted, and now that I got that, I'm kind of like, did I really want that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> maybe well, I didn't. And I kind of got maybe what I, I wanted too because Ray's a Skywalker. I mean, she is a Skywalker. That's she's a Skywalker. So, and you know, I I think so. So I I like the ending. I like where things ended up. You know, Ray goes back to Tatooine to kind of bury the past. Um, both literally, literally, yeah, literally and figuratively. Um, yeah. Her own her own past, I guess you could say, by claiming a new name. Um, she's also kind of casting off um, her past as well. So and. And I I think it's what I like about this ending is that it's open ended enough now that they that there's a sandbox that they can play in in the future. Hot sandbox, you know. Sorry, my my go home. No, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, you did so your own John joke. That's I okay. did. Yeah, I did my own dad joke today. Um, so I I liked that. I like that the ending is open enough. So you like. Yes, we could potentially revisit these characters. Um, but also, I mean, just as fans, you know, now we could also imagine whatever we want at the moment because we don't know mm-hmm. what's coming next. So I yeah. I'm I'm content with how how things ended up. You know, Ray has accepted who she is and what she wants to be, and you know. There's the whole rest of the galaxy out there. And then so. and the nice touch that the hilt of her new lightsaber comes from her staff, her staff. which always that to me cool. looked like a bunch of lightsaber hilts. Yeah. You know? Well, and, and I swear uh, I saw that online somewhere. Or maybe you had showed us, John, or like, you know, brought something to our attention. But it's definitely like I've seen people mention that before. Um, so yes, I love that. And I also love that she has a different lightsaber color. Mm-hmm. Um so <laughs> what's it yellow or white yellow yellow it seemed yellow. off white to me it, st- oh, really? it seemed it looked- yellow at first and then it felt like it was off white oh it looked very yellow to me okay. yellow orange like a, like a ray of sunshine um hey, hey. Aww. 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 go home <laughs> 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 never <laughs> i don't know I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a bigger fan of the blu-ray yeah the blu-ray lightsaber well i blu-ray. do have to, uh, do have to say i i wish we had seen more of it but when when kylo or ben whatever we're calling him kylo ben uh and ray <laughs> both take ben. up their blue sabers against palpatine love that shot could have used Beautiful. more yeah, yeah. like Mwah. uh that was yeah. that was a yeah. beautiful shot um yep. I love that. So. The way the way they grew the force connection in this movie too is like I do appreciate the way JJ grew on that from Ryan's movie. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, yep. yeah. Yep. That was that really was interesting. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, cuz now that makes that makes me want to see explore that more. Like what? Okay. So now they can mean? like force teleport things from one place to another. God, it's so cool. That's yeah. a thing. The necklace and the lightsaber and all, yeah. you know, all that stuff. You know, wh- what if we had a, a good cop, bad cop Jedi movie where they were doing <laughs> that stuff on purpose all the time? That could be so cool. That could be cool. <laughs> I just have to say, 
Um, this is my own personal, like, I don't know, pettiness, <laughs> um, <laughs> something that I, but it's something that I find amusing that I like. So, you know, JJ in the force awakens, you know, they mentioned the Knights of Ren and then, it, and then it got dropped and everyone was like, but what about the Knights of Ren? And so they came back in this movie, but they were basically useless. And I have to say that cracked me up. <laughs> A little bit because so many people have been like, but what about the Knights of Ren? And they still basically didn't do anything except they, cap- they kinda, except capture Chewbacca. But literally, otherwise, they were pretty damn useless. So they kind of phasmed. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I got I got a chuckle out of that. Like when we got to that scene where Ben ends up defeating them because it was like, <laughs> why bother? I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. I got I got a good chuckle out of that personally because I didn't care. So <laughs> that that made me laugh. Well, I mean, that's the way Star Wars usually works though. You introduce a cool new yeah. <laughs> action figure you can sell, but the movie's a cool really new toy and then <laughs> Yeah. 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 That's always yeah. been a Star Wars thing for sure. Yeah, like, like, the, the, like the Sith Trooper. <laughs> like the Sith yeah, Trooper's, Trooper's exactly what I was gonna say. Yeah. <laughs> they were there for like five minutes. I'm like, oh that was cool. Toys. Are, although, are you really surprised? I mean, not no, really. No, be. no. could have used more, but they didn't. My kids could've got a more sit- Knights of Ren, yeah. but they didn't. Could have used more Rose, but they didn't. Ugh. You know, oh, Rose okay, got them dirty. I'm not. I yeah, yeah. I won't. I won't. We're not. We can get into. We can get into that later. But yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. The Sith. Oh, that's hilarious. My kids have a Sith Trooper, and they like it because it has a big gun. So that's about the only. Nice. Well, that's cool and marketable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yay. Yay, toys. Could have used more, more guns. <laughs> Jetpack yeah. stormtroopers, but no. They fly now. Yeah. Did you know? They fly now. <laughs> Just for a little bit, though. Yeah, and then explode. Yeah. Did Did you guys like Dio? Oh, I liked Dio. I Dio liked cool. Dio way more than I expected to like Dio. Agreed. Dio yeah. I to- I was totally like, oh, really? Do we need another droid? The droid. And yeah. then like, and then I'm like, kind of need him. Yeah, <laughs> totally he's, he's need Dio. Dio. I love Dio. Yeah. And Baba Freak. You know. Oh yeah. I like mm, him. Baba too. Freak is someone I could have done without. And I like Jana. I want to learn more about Jana. Yeah, that's one thing that I'm really curious about the end when Jana is sitting next to Lando. Not that they might be related because. Even with freaking Ray they Palpatine, don't they, don't they don't need, need to, be to be related. But I but what it makes me curious, at, though. So I'm glad he didn't yeah, take that route. Yeah, yeah. But, and the rumor is Lando Disney Plus series. Mm, okay, well we'll see. That's, or special it. or something. You know? But but yeah, what I, I, I'm in. But what I um what I what makes me really curious about that scene is if maybe. We might get some material that's like these stormtroopers defecting, um, like something about them trying to find their families or like where they came cool. from. That would um, be really which cool. Which I think, which I think would be cool. Totally. So that's yeah, more than Lando and Jana having a connection, which I don't really care about um, and don't really want. But you know, could it lead to something like maybe he helps her find her information, or you know, he yes. does you know something like that? So. Anyway, that's that's one thing from the end. Maybe he like, helps them maybe. all. Maybe yeah. he even helps Finn find mm-hmm. his family. Yeah, which would be cool. Yeah. I would watch that Disney Plus series. Make it yeah, fun. yeah. <laughs> Obviously, a lot of stuff we haven't touched upon yet, particularly the new characters. But, you know, this is just the first episode of several Rise of Skywalker episodes we're probably going to do. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> 
Oh, no, we've got lots to talk about. Lots to talk about. Oh, yeah. Wonkiness and all, I think we all agree that the three of us really enjoyed this movie for what it is. And I'm excited for the future. Like, I'm ready to move beyond the Skywalker saga. I want to explore more of the galaxy post, post-sequel trilogy now. Not even post-Return of the Jedi, it's post-sequel <laughs> trilogy. Absolutely. I mean, just take a look at The Mandalorian, you know? It proves that Star Wars can exist way outside of a Skywalker-built universe, you know? With interesting characters, with great special effects, even in the same timeline, there's stories all around the galaxy that can be explored. And I think in terms of of this movie, um, it does put wrap a nice little bow on the Skywalker aspect of the Star Wars universe. But it also shows that there is new hope in Star Wars films. So in the meantime, though, uh, expect one more Mandalorian-focused episode from us before the year is out. After that, I think we're going to take a bit of a break. We've been podcasting a lot lately. But yeah, I mean, just like like we just said, we have so much to talk about still from this movie and from everything else that's coming our way. So it's going to be a heck of a year for Star Wars, man. 2020 is already looking up to be a great year for all of us. Yeah. Books, shows... Blu-rays of this movie that I'm about to go see for the third time. Yeah. A $300 4K box set. Oof. Yes. Um, might skip that. Well, I think that wraps up uh, this this wonderful episode of uh, our first discussion of our initial <laughs> responses for the rise of Skywalker. Um, I, I think you're right, Adrian. I think all of us really did find a lot of enjoyment in this film. It and, might not um, say it might not seem like I did, but I did. I promise. I do. Oh, I, know just you ha- did. I just have a lot of critiques as well. Sure, <laughs> but I did enjoy sure. it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, JJ took a left turn after what Ryan did, and and all three of us were big, big supporters of Ryan Johnson, and some of that got kind of wiped out and swept under the rug and and ignored and and that sort of thing. JJ brought his JJ magic, which we also loved and, and, and enjoyed from the first film. So it's just, you know, it, it's, it's, I, I, I thought he wrapped things up pretty neatly. He gave us the good movie that we thought we were going to have. And, uh, I can't wait to go see it again here in just a few minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. You'll have like 30 minutes of previews. So no, I know yeah, we won't, totally. we won't keep you too much longer. No, certainly not. <laughs> Adrian, tell the good people where they can find us. The good people can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Force Fan Podcast. And they can find me specifically on Twitter and Instagram at Blue Lab Pro. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Cat Ray. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at That John Fred and on my Facebook page, John K. Frederick. And if you're in the Eugene Springfield area of Oregon, Find me on my uh, radio morning show, 96.1 KZL, or online at 96KZEL.com, where we stream live. That wraps up another great episode. You guys, I love you. This has been a great journey, and I look forward to more. Same, man. Always, dude. And we're going to end things like we always do. May the force be with you. And then some. Bye, guys.